On this week's episode, we talk about how to buy property in Italy, meal of the week, Nicaraguan style, and listener mail. Good job. Thanks. Welcome to the Tuto Dopeo podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who unplugs and uproots, leaves the heartland of America for a beautiful farm in rural Italy. It is going to be an adventure, and we are happy to share it with you. Thanks so much for downloading the podcast. Today is Sunday, March 23rd, 2014. I am your co-host, Bob, and I'm joined by my foxy wife and beautiful co-co-host, Gina. Say hi, Gina. Good morning. Good morning. How bon, are you? Buona mattina. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm good. We were out a little bit late last night, mm-hmm. but it was a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm fine. You kind of had a big week. How, a week. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm just. I don't know. I'm 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 okay. We have, according to the countdown, we we're inching up on a hundred days left. Right. Close. Yeah, hundred and six. I think. Yeah, so I think... Uh, yeah, I know. I kind uh, of... Um, Gina was traveling uh, out of the country this week, and I had a chance to be like a really, really good husband, and I totally blew it. That's not true. Right? No, it is. You're always a good husband. Right, so explain what you know, <laughs> Explain what happened. You were flying down to Nicaragua? Yes, I was had, flying, and I was... Had a layover? I had a very long layover in Houston, and the only thing on the television was CNN, and they were highlighting um, Ted Turner's third act or whatever you want to call it. So what he's doing now is really interested in saving the environment. And so I called you. Right. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm here with the dogs. Uh-huh. I'm trying to take care of the house being sold. Mm-hmm. And just to set the stage slightly in my favor. <laughs> and, and, I, and you said that to me. You said, yeah. Go ahead, what? I said, are we, are we being selfish for taking off and doing what we want to do? Right. Yes. And, and what I said was, "What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we're we're like already we've already doubled down and tripled down. We've got stuff moving. We're selling the house. We got the pets being shipped, and we're getting vaccination. You know, like." Uh, and so I kind of freaked out, yes. and I said, "You know, this your is, response was uh, is like, you know, this is not, this, com- not this is this is not a conversation for a phone, a phone call when you're headed to another country, and I'm you know stuck to." And there was this pause, and you said, "All I wanted to hear." was that it was going to be okay. And I knew right then I had totally blown it, right? I could have said, that's a completely reasonable feeling to have. Yes, it's scary. I'm scared too. I'm sure that this is just part of when you go on an adventure, having second thoughts, and we're going to be fine. Yeah. But I didn't say no, that. No, and you recovered because you said, you know what, you're right. And and then you said to me, oh, I'm going to get a you said, this is what we're going to do right now. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to do something else later. Yeah. Which was the right thing to say. Yes. And I also bought you flowers. So. <laughs> you did. Because I came home to flowers. So, Go Bob. <laughs> so I'm doing okay. You know, we went out with the Barnages on Friday night and I got teary eyed there. And yeah. so I think it's yeah. going to be a little rocky. Yeah. You're, it's as it should be. Right? We really, when I mm-hmm. say every week, I say we're uprooting and there's yeah. a little painful part of yeah. uprooting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do think we're going to be okay. And I wish I had said that from the beginning. <laughs> I didn't, I was, I was too much in my linear male sort of <laughs> answer, but we're going to be fine. Okay. 
Baby Gina? Yes. Can you say 106? 106. Days until we leave. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, it's... Wow. Yeah, I think it'll be... Yeah, right. Exactly. It'll be 106 at around noon today. Yikes. Yeah. So by by this time next week, we'll be into the single... Or so the double digits. Under 100 wow. days to go. Wow. It's Amazing, hard to believe. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So we're getting there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do, but... Um, I'm getting kind of excited. I yeah. Think, how, so when you hear 106, what do you, what is, what, what's your reaction? Uh, it's still plenty of time. That's still plenty of time. I mean, we got, we still have a lot of stuff to do and there's a lot of uncertainty uh-huh. that has to be nailed down. But I think, um, once we, um, I think once we sell the house or start to get on that process, a lot of things will start rolling. So packing stuff up throwing things out, mm-hmm. all that kind of, all that kind of beeswax, I think we're going to get down to, but, um, it's starting to feel like real. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Good. Yeah. I, I'm, um, I'm ready to go. I've got uh, about one more month. Yeah. A month and a, yeah, maybe five weeks left in my job. Mm-hmm. And then I will be retired. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. The weather's the weather's getting nice, as you sa- have said. That you think that's maybe what's driving people to uh, check out the house. We've had a couple of repeat um, visits mm-hmm. or viewings or mm-hmm. whatever. Viewing sounds like it's a funeral. Yeah, you know, visits. Uh, so um, all good, I'd say. All 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 good. We've got the last round of uh, dog and cat vaccinations before we leave the states this right. week. Right. So um, so you're gonna do that? Yeah. The process there is that you have to have the rabies vaccine after the animals have been rechipped with the EU mm-hmm. compliant. Regardless of whether they're due or not. Correct. Right. So um, we're going to get that all squared away. Mm-hmm. And then once that's done, we can have the um, the paperwork filled out and we'll send that to mm-hmm. the pet, re- pet relocation folks. And so um, we're starting to check stuff off the list. We still have to work on our health insurance and a couple of other things, but right. we're getting there. And getting we there. haven't opened up those boxes. The crates came for the animals. Right. Right, so we need to check that out. Yes. In fact, it says to do that. Yes. Big label on the front. Yeah. Right. Piano, piano. <laughs> uh, any uh, any fallout from the RV trip? I mean, you know, this is the part, you sort of a week, week out, and so I've spent a lot of time kind of just reflecting and thinking. And, of course, everything seems a lot better in the right, rearview mirror. Right, right. No, I think when we dropped off, I didn't go with you when you picked up the RV, so I went with you when you dropped it off, and we had a chance to go into some of those those RVs that were on the lot and the big, the real, wow. the rigs. When we were at La Hacienda, you know, we saw them from the outside, but we didn't go in anybody's RV. And those things are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. So. Yeah. That's yeah. like, I mean, it's the, that's the real deal. We mm-hmm. were basically in a truck with something, you know, sort of <laughs> yeah. stuck on the back, but these things are like, really, they're like tour buses yeah. for rock stars no. or something. Yeah. Well, wood, wood cabinets and like sub-zero Fridges, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's like a whole deal. Yeah. So the well, the one thing I did learn, if anybody's interested in, you know, renting an RV and doing that, which I'd recommend. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of fun. The one I would say, um, nagging is not right, but repeated frustration mm-hmm. was when you were standing up and I was standing up, and we were trying to get someplace else in the RV, 
the version we had was so narrow that you could, it was kind of difficult to get back and forth in the RV. Yes. Um, so I would say pop-outs. Okay. The pop-outs are a, a key thing yep. if you can swing it. So those are like little side rooms that push out, mm-hmm. and then you've got room to walk right. back and forth. Right. Yep. Oh, and I think, um, well, it served its purpose, right? Gidget is much better in the car now. She's like a totally so different that dog. Whole, I mean, the whole point of taking that RV trip Maybe she worked. has a, maybe, maybe we got, maybe we so got mixed no up. it's no big deal that you missed out on Tahiti. It actually was great. Right. For us. <laughs> yeah. No, she's, a, she's like a whole different, I'm, I was just going to say, I think maybe, maybe we got mixed up. Maybe we switched somebody else's dog in there yeah, or something, maybe. but she's very calm in the car now. So mm-hmm. that's great. All right. So that's, uh, so that's the news, uh, for us in terms yes. of getting ready to go. Although we got news that we had 26 fruit trees planted yep. at the farm. Yep. Right? Yeah. We got So uh, that's really exciting. We got apple, cherry, peach, apricot. Apricot and pear. And pear. I think that's right. And I, I'm not quite sure what happened to the fig tree, but we'll we'll worry about that. Yep. Later. And the nut trees. Mm-hmm. And the nut trees. And we're gonna have our hands full. Uh-huh. Yeehaw. <laughs> to buy land in Italy. Okay. What's like, what's the bottom line recommendation you would make given what we went through, right? We, we tried to do this all on our own. And in the process, we lost the basically 80% of the cost of the land. Mm-hmm. It was just evaporated and we're in a court case. And so we'll share that story with you. Um, we're, we're checking with our lawyer to find out exactly <laughs> what we can say because it's a criminal case. Um, we can share some stuff, but given that like in the rear view mirror, like what's the bottom line recommendation for buying property in Italy? Well, find, find people who know what they're doing, but I don't know, but you know, I don't know how to do that. I mean, we stumbled upon the folks who now we completely trust by making lots of mistakes. And so I don't know how you, how you find who's reliable and who's not reliable. Yeah. Do you? Well, you do need, you need the first link in the chain of trustworthy people. Yeah. And that's, and that, you know, I think a bona fide professional and with you know, with sort of sterling credentials, is a, is not yeah. a bad place to start. And we could have. I mean, we, I, 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 a few people said to me, "Oh, my, my spouse, my, my sister is an attorney here in St. Louis. They have an office in Italy. Do right. you want me?" And upon reflection, that's exactly what we should have done. Right. We should have used our contacts here, found somebody who had, you know, an office. We're in Milan, which is where our attorney is, right. and we probably could have done it that way. So that's that's probably what you could do. So you want you want to start over? No. You want to try it again? No. Buy another piece of property. No. <laughs> so let's go over the. So first, I'd say that's right. Get somebody you can trust, mm-hmm. and um, that you know that sounds like well, how, you know, how do I know who who to trust? But get somebody who's who's associated with a you know a a big firm. Yeah. I would say. And they may not do the work for you, but they'll point you to somebody. Yeah. And and um, and that's that's totally doable. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got our daily manager, yeah. daily manager. That's how we got he got us the contractor. And then we found the architect, who's also a real estate agent. And so, if any of you are interested in really interested in, in a property in the market, we can point you to some people that you could you know check out. Uh, so let's just go through like the the basic kind of steps. You find you find uh, the area you like mm-hmm. to live in. We say La Marque. Then you have to find the property, which can be a little tricky because there are not a lot of for sale signs out in the country. If you're 
interested in an apartment in a town, you can a city, you can usually find them. But it's not like you can drive around and find right. stuff that's for sale. So we had right? a realtor from Canada who spoke English and was had moved there, and so she ran around and showed us her some properties. Yeah, yeah, and that's how we found um, yep. the Tutadopio property, yep. which which we fell in love with. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then the mechanics of buying the house or buying the land uh, start kicking in. So the first thing is you express uh, uh, sort of in earnest. Uh, you give a, it's almost an informal um, amount of money. It's usually small, a percent or two of the purchase price, and that just means you're serious. And then you have to um, then you got to start with the logistics, which mm-hmm. means getting the tax the uh, codice codice fiscale, uh-huh. which is the tax number. For each, so for you each have person. one, I have one. Yes, the little our little our company, company has, has one, one now. Uh-huh. Right, you need to open up a bank account, mm-hmm. which we were able we were able to do. Yes, we walked into our little bank in Ripa, and thankfully Mino speaks a little bit of English. Right, and we muddled our way through and opened a bank account. Right, right, which was um, which would have been valuable if we'd done it a little <laughs> yeah. earlier. We sent the money to the crooked lawyer, and he ran <laughs> off with it. Um, he wasn't a lawyer. Right, exactly. That was part of the problem. Yes. Uh, okay, so now you've got the Codice Fiscale. Mm-hmm. You've got this earnest money down. And then there, after that, there are really two contracts. Mm-hmm. There's um, the preliminary contract, which we would say, what, what, what would you call it in the United States? I don't know. It's when you make an offer. Yeah. You put down a down payment. Okay. Um, and so the same thing happens there, Twenty percent, usually 20% of the purchase price. Um, and what typically happens is if you back out, you lose it mm-hmm. as the buyer. If the seller backs out, they have to give you double mm. or the double, the double, a, the double, yes, as they like to say. Um, and that doesn't usually happen because it's usually a significant amount of money. Right. Although people have, we have learned buyers that back mm-hmm. out. seems a little, like a little foolish, but, um, so that's, that's when things get serious between the preliminary contract, which is the down payment, the deposit. And the final contract, at least in our part of Italy, uh, if it's farmland, anybody who owns adjacent land has the right to purchase the adjacent property at the price negotiated in the preliminary contract. So they have first right of refusal. Right. Um, and so you could lose the um, you could lose the option. Right. So it was. A, I mean, it's a little nerve wracking, right? There was somebody to uh, to the north of us. If I have my directions, to the north of us who had property, we were wondering. There's the French lady who owns everything to in the, the yeah in the, in the forest and so we had to wait to see if they were gonna right want it right and it turned out the the uh, property that we were interested in buying the Tutadopio uh-huh. farm was actually they were, turned out they were owned by several five five different groups five different groups one of which was a religious organization <clears throat> that owned a piece in the very sort of the middle like the don't mm-hmm. we call the donut hole mm-hmm. and what was a little disturbing they kept saying well we don't have any official body that can actually sign anything the body hasn't the the religious to sell it yeah. yeah exactly so there wasn't any you know entity that could sign something um and uh so that was a little nerve wracking, but you know, one thing I was worried about is during that, after the preliminary, before the final, the, the, um, the donut hole people, they could have bought every piece of parcel right. that touched them if right. they wanted to. Now, fortunately, uh, I think it was right. They didn't have anybody who was mm-hmm. you know, capable of signing or whatever. And that was very strange because we, we had just decided to proceed and provide legally provide a right away to the, to the donut hole mm-hmm. or whatever. We didn't think anybody was going to do anything with it. It would have been kind of weird, right? Have vines and all of a sudden. The spaceship the, looking the, thing. The, in the, the oasis. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So what happened there? 
I mean, oh, at the last minute. Up... I mean, somehow Andrea was able to communicate through letter with this organization, and they and they said, fine, they sold it. Yeah, they ended up no selling problem. it. Yeah, and so Italian. Typical, yeah, typical. Right, where you think there's going to be a problem. It's always, no, 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 right. can't be done, nope, impossible, nope, and then. No problem. No problem. <laughs> right. And then other things you think are, like, really set up, you know, sometimes they prevent. But at any rate, um, uh, and then that's it. Then you come to the final contract, and, um, I mean, you can, you, you can be there, you can give power of attorney to uh, somebody you trust. Right. Right. And um, for both these contracts, they read everything yeah. aloud. Yeah, so you set up a time that everybody meets. I guess right. it's no different than like at the title company. Although, the, although when we sell and buy here, it's not both parties. You're not there at the same time. Yeah, and so we're all there around the table. And there is, because we were English speakers, there was an interpreter. And they read, they the read the contract all in Italian first and then in English. Every last yes. word. Yes, like you said, and including punctuation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> uh, make sure you've had something to eat. Make sure you're fully hydrated because it's a long, it's a long haul. And then all of a sudden dun, you're done and the right. land is yours and you have the, um, you know, the deed of right. uh, the property and et cetera. So we muddled our way through that. Well, we had but, so many um, twists and turns, twists and turns yeah. and lots of tears and uncertainty right. and, but it all turned out. We are going to share the gory details of the um, loss of our money and the intrigue around alleged, um, you know, returning of money in paper bags at airport yes, parking and lots the, and the, the never being, ending court case, the never ending court case, signatures being forged. I mean, we're going to share all that with you <laughs> as soon as we verify from our a lawyer, because the criminal case is still open and we need to make sure from the lawyer that we're not going to get in trouble by, by uh, talking about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, to be continued. Okay, so it's an odd week, right? Meal of the week. No, it's an even week. Oh, even week. <laughs> I can't even get that right. Um, all right, so I was down in Nicaragua uh, Sunday through Wednesday. Big shot. Um, for, a, for a meeting and had the opportunity to eat some fantastic food with, uh, with a colleague of mine. Well, now she's a colleague of mine. I, she, I just really met her, but she's fantastic. So Lisa and I had... Um, we really wanted seafood, and Bob and I actually love seafood and dream about grilling. Okay, it's my dream that Bob's going to go out and, and fish. <laughs> that is a dream. And bring it back to the farm, and then he's going to grill it up. That bringing it back to the farm is <laughs> a real dream. Like fishing is at least possible, but catching something is a whole different thing. But anyway, we had the huge servings of... Um, Lobster, so it was grilled lobster, which was fantastic. And then I had a fillet, which had been grilled with asparagus and um, something else. So fantastic! It was just great, great, and huge, huge servings. You haven't told me any of this. I'm say I was saving it. I'm salivating. Um, it tasted like fish. I mean, good, good, good fish. So mm. that was the first night, and then the next night we wanted something traditional. So we went to a place. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was. Great. So I had plantains. I had, it was like a cornmeal with some shredded beef. Shredded beef's one mm. of my favorite things. And the best homemade corn tortillas with queso fundido. Oh my goodness. Great, great little pork sausage melted in the cheese. And you know, I've said this before, I am really concerned about not having Mexican food while I'm there. And so Lisa, um, 
is going to uh, send me a care package with all the ingredients that I need to make Mexican mm, food. That sounds so good. You didn't tell me about any of this. I was eating like sandwiches. <laughs> It was fantastic. Fan, we had wine and it was, it was a lot of fun. And then last night, Oh, last night talking about like international food that we're not going to get in Italy. And so I need to learn how to make all these things. So you made, you made uh, spaghetti frito. Is that (laughs) right? Sorry about that. Is that right? I did. I did. I made little fritters made from spaghetti. So you make spaghetti, you cook spaghetti and then you toss it in stuff. that has got some cheese and eggs and and egg and and chili and anchovy and chilies. yeah. Yeah quite tasty and then you you know you like fry it up mm-hmm. and then it's like a little it's like a little fritter uh-huh. but it's made out of instead of potato or something like that it uses the pasta uh-huh. stuff, which was quite good and we thought we were bringing our a game <laughs> and then we show up and jane and jerry well jane uh had made thai food yes like from scratch yeah, thai food. curry yeah red curry with chicken and with potato. chicken and potatoes and then a mango salad yes. which was like uh like uh green chili what do you say a mandolin yeah shredded shredded yeah. mango it was sweet and it was hot and it was beautiful it's beautiful fantastic color. and then um you know uh, and then tom, genevieve tom and genevieve yeah. brought a beautiful coconut coconut uh cake layered yeah. cake with toasted coconuts on the on the exterior or it was, and I don't eat dessert and it was, it was fantastic. Fantastic. So there was coconut milk in the curry and then there was the coconut and we were with our little, you know, little fried fried fritter. Yeah. Um, so we just, um, we got totally slapped down, (laughs) but we had a great time. It was a great time. We were there till 1230 this morning. Yeah. That's a late night for us. That is. And really great wine, of course, because yeah, they, they're serious. Lots of fun conversation, lots of laughing, yeah. but, you know, great, great dinner. So it was a good food week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds, Nicaragua sounds great. Wish it I'd, was, yeah. Wish I'd been Thanks in, to Lisa for hanging out with me. Wish I'd been invited. <laughs> Yes. Guess what time it is? It is listener mail. It's time for me to <laughs> flap paper around. We have got almost an almost a flood of listener emails. Is that crazy? It is. I mean, it is crazy. I, I can't believe. Well, first that somebody would take the time to even write us. You know, Dad writes us after everyone, but that's completely biased. Like, yeah, we, we can't, we can't um, count Dad's we can't. Well, emails. We, well, well, if we may have to eventually. <laughs> we may run out of. Uh, so this week I'm going to share a couple of, from people we do know. We got one just this morning, right before the podcast, which we'll save um, for next week from Kelsey. But this one's from Mary, Mary B. Mm-hmm. Dear Bob and Gina, I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoy your podcast. I use it as my Tuesday lunch, laugh, and learn. Oh boy. Uh-oh. No, that's good. The Italians love when you step away and you do not eat lunch at your computer. I just don't want to be responsible for teaching somebody something. Right. You're a great teacher. Okay. Um, I listen while I'm eating my lunch. I always laugh and I always learn something. I find you both very entertaining, enjoyable, and endearing. I look forward to the double-digit podcast number 10. Great. This is it. This is podcast it. number 10 going out to you, Mary B. Uh, and here's one from Chris, our friend Chris. Dear Gina and Bob, 
I am now a diehard Tutto Doppio podcast fan. I have never listened to a podcast. And as usual, with all new technological advances, I was reluctant to try it. And then she, <laughs> and then she goes into, this is what's impressive. She goes into um, saying that uh, she had a glitch, a longstanding phone glitch. And um, she wanted to listen to more episodes. Uh, and I guess her phone died on her. She finally went to the Apple store and had the phone replaced. So that's a big deal. That for is a huge like, deal for Chris. for Chris because it, she finally got a smartphone. Well, I can't, I can't say anything because I don't even have a smartphone. Right. But that's that's impressive that she would do that. So thinking of you two a lot today, besides just listening to the episodes, Andrew listened to the Cassoulet special too. Realized that I made a bread pudding tonight with your Christmas pecans. Drinking a Montepulciano. Just learned you're growing this. Made pizza from our Jamie Oliver cookbook. Um, and so she says thank you. I have two more episodes left, so maybe you covered this, but my listener question is, do you two ever cook a non-Italian dinner? In my six years knowing Gina, I don't think I've ever heard a non-Italian meal reference. Maybe the Israeli egg dish you made um, when Melissa was in town. So there's your, there's your question. Do you ever cook anything that's non-Italian? Let's see. Uh, there are a couple of things. I can make a mean fried rice. Yes. Thanks to Chu Hong. Yeah. Um, Yes, the Israeli egg dish. You're having a hard time, aren't what you? Else, what else do I make? Oh, I make that really nice salad, that Frenchy salad from that French cookbook. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fried green tomatoes. I make fried green tomatoes. In the summertime. But I think, you know, they, I think they do have fried tomatoes in, in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no, I guess she's right. She's pretty close. There's a lot of Italian. But I'm going to master the souffle. I'm going to learn how to make Mexican food and... Whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you, Chris Buckle, when you guys are there for Thanksgiving. Thanks for the listener emails. Keep them coming. Sweet baby Gina. Episode number 10. We're wrapping it up. What do you think about that? 10. That's 10. That's this many. Pretty soon I, I'm going to have to I, show you my I, I know what 10 is. <laughs> Big shot epidemiologist. <laughs> but yeah, I know what 10 is. Let's give them the deets. Give them the contact info. Okay. Give them the URLs. If you want to send us an email, our address is tutodopio at gmail.com. That's T-U-T-T-O-D-O-P-P-I-O at gmail.com. Uh, you can visit us online at tutodopio.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash farm, all one word. Or follow us on Twitter. Here I know you're not tweeting. so I'm I'm, I'm, No, I'm not going to read it. I'm tweeting right now. You are not. There goes another one. What's our Twitter handle? Tuto underscore dopio. That's T-U-T-T-O underscore D-O-P-P-I-O. And if you like the podcast, please be sure to give it a review or a rating. Thank you for those of you who've done that. We really, really appreciate it. It makes it easier for people to find the podcast. And, um, you know, we're just, we're thankful whenever you do that. So appreciate it. We're going to exit the show today with music by another aspiring artist. Today's uh, song is called Bubba's Blues. And it's by a group called My Bubba and Me. Gina? Boca a lupo. Crepe a lupo. Ciao. Ciao, ciao, ciao. It's seven in the morning and I'm building a tree house for two. It's seven in the morning and I'm building a tree house for two. Let's make up.
You don't like the introduction, Gidget? 